I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Go ahead, break it down. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey everybody, Scott Johnson here with another episode of The Diary of a Cartoonist. I'm in front of the mic now, not outside with a phone, recording my conversation with a dog hanging around. No, that's right, I'm ready to professional. I'm in here sitting in a chair, talking directly to a microphone, a large impressive, ominous microphone. Uh, anyway, real quick, I, I I felt the need to get this off my chest or at least to talk about it. And I don't know, I, Twitter was a terrible place to sort of start this conversation, despite the fact that I think I had some pretty productive conversations with a few people about this subject. But as many of you know, I'm a huge video game lover. I've been playing games my whole life. And um, recently it was announced by Steam valve corporation that they would uh no longer be super curate when it came to the steam ecosystem in other words uh they would not they would no longer be the ones that would determine what is or isn't offensive material um they basically came out with a pretty blanket statement saying yeah we're gonna let you decide what to buy and what to do you'll get to decide whether a game's right for you and uh you know, we're not going to, we're going to, we'll stop banning like nudie anime games or whatever it was they were doing recently. They got them in some hot water and we'll let you guys decide. And, um, the only thing they said was the only stuff we won't allow is anything that is illegal or anything that is trolly. And I'm here to ask the question that they have not answered, which is please, could you please define uh, both of those categories. What is illegal? What is trolly? Who's determining that? Like, what does that even mean? It's the most like loose definition of how they're going to run things that I think they could have possibly given us. And so I don't like that. And I made that known on social media and people took me to task saying, well, 
I don't want them to tell me what I can or can't get. I want to get what I want and curate my own experience there. And on that level, I don't disagree with them. If there's a game you don't want or don't care about or don't want to even look at, you don't have to, although the current store isn't really great at letting you, you know, establish your own sort of viewing experience. But let's just say it gets, let's say it gets flooded with a whole bunch of nudie games and you're not into that. Well, hopefully the service moving forward, and they did allude to this in their statement, that that they would make it possible for players like you and me to avoid what we want to avoid and only see what we want to see. Uh, that's cool. Because I would rather not log in and go, oh, here's uh, the new Assassin's Creed right next to Anime Babes Gone Wild, right next to um, Fez, which is on sale, right next to, hey, uh, here's a game about furries doing it or whatever. No offense to furries. Do what you want to do. My point is, if that's not the experience I want, I would, it'd be nice if I could kind of tailor that. So on that level, I agree with them. I'm generally a pretty libertarian thinker when it comes to content, consumer choice, free markets, that sort of stuff. Um, typically, what people will use their wallet for is what determines how things shake out, right? So if somebody doesn't, if we don't like a thing on a collective level, we'll just stop buying it. And it will, we'll either have supply, uh, we'll have a supply and demand kind of situation. If we want what they're giving us, then we'll pay for it. If we don't, we won't. So, so that's still my mindset where I'm having a problem is two things. First, they will not, I need them to define illegal and define trolley. Uh, trolley is the most subjective thing I've ever heard. So one person's trolling could be another person's fantastic game. You could argue that the entirety of GTA V, <clears throat> that is to say its story, its world, its tone, its attitude, uh, given how satirical it is, is nothing but a giant troll job, an extremely well-made, uh, expensive AAA troll job, but a troll game nonetheless. Like it's literally trolling <laughs> every stereotype I can think of when it comes to West Coast uh, lifestyle, uh, stereotypes. Like it's, it's kind of insane that way. The GTA series has always been famous for that. That's what they do, right? It's great satire. Is that trolling? Well, if not, then where's the line? Like, what do you mean? Like, what is trolling? So that's number one. The legal thing is even more nebulous to me because let's say, um, this is an extreme example. I, I used part of this on another show. I apologize if you're hearing it twice. But I still, I think this this works. One of the more recent controversial things that happened on Steam was they had that um, school shooting simulator thing that really freaked a bunch of people out. And so Steam pulled it, which is all probably leading up to this new decision of theirs. And uh, while I find that extremely distasteful, I don't know, what is its legal status? Like putting you in the role of, of somebody with a gun rampaging through a school and shooting people... Uh, it could not be in worse taste, in my opinion. But is that illegal? I don't know if that's legal or not. I don't think I don't think it is illegal. If it was illegal, they would have arrested the developers, not just taking their game off the store. So there's no law against any of that. You could go to Steam and say, "All right, using the Unreal Four engine, we're going to make a uh, 3D, hyper realistic uh, simulator for people who like to creepily drive around a school in a van and kidnap kids." Or you could say, I'm going to make a top-down 8-bit version of that same concept. And because that one's a more stylized, cartoony, pixelated thing, uh, maybe that has 
less sinister um, implications than the the more realistic one. Well, I, I still don't think there's a legal definition that says there's any difference. Nor do I think either of those examples, while abhorrent, while something I would hate to see on a service, I don't think either of those things are illegal. If you wanted to make an SNES-style top-down simulator where the the goal, just imagine the mechanics. You're riding around in a van. You find a kid walking on his own. You figure out a way to kidnap him. There's a stealth mechanic, so you do it the so the teachers and the and the school guards and everybody else doesn't see it happen. You get him in the van. You get a bunch of points for that, and you drive him off the screen, and then bling 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 bling. You get a bunch of coins, and then you come back and you do it all over again. What your horrendous character does <laughs> with these victims isn't shown, but you get my point. That's as far as I know, that activity in real life is horribly illegal in video game form. I don't think it is, which leads me to my point. All right. All of that. I don't again, I don't think that's that extreme. I could see somebody doing this. That school simulators shooting simulator is not that far a stone's throw from what I'm describing. So someone makes these games, right? They're looking for a place for them. Steam is the de facto leader in PC game distribution. Whether they like it or not, whether we like it or not, they are in a leadership position on that platform and have reached beyond that platform in terms of influence. Now, for Steam and Valve to just kind of wash their hands of it and go, nah, we don't know what's good or bad. We'll just let you pick. Is on the one hand, like I say, I like the idea of user freedom. But on the other hand, they have an opportunity here to take a stance where they can be a leader in certain specific ways. Um, if they're going to go, hey, I don't know about your kids kidnapping simulator, whatever. It's not. I mean, we don't. Who are we to tell you that's no good? That feels like a leadership cop out to me. Like have a standard. This isn't the government. We can't look at them and go, oh, well, if they censor anything, then they're, it's an abuse of their power and they shouldn't get my tax money. If you don't like that they're banning games about kidnapping kids uh, or shooting up schools, then I guess you don't use Steam anymore. Go someplace else for your games. But I think they had an opportunity here to lead in ways that are meaningful for the betterment of things, not, the, not, the, not to just sort of give up and go, well, gamers, what are you going to do? They like some weird stuff. Who are we to say? I know there's a not a lot of nebulous nebulous stuff in there, right? There's like I zero problem with like nudie anime games, which before this point they've been banning. Um fine, whatever. Put them where I don't need to go to them. Like it's the part of the bookstore you don't want to walk through the beads, like whatever. Like I don't care about that stuff. I know that that and and again, Somebody may be more offended by that than they are the school shooting simulator, although I don't know why you would be. But I know that what I guess what I'm saying is I know there are levels of offense people can take and levels of freak out that any of these options might take the form of. Like, I totally understand that. But I do feel like there are probably forget about what's legal. Think of things that are like, all right, if it's a game about simulating kidnapping children with all that that implies, I keep using this example as if it's real. It's, as far as I know, it doesn't exist. I'm just, I'm giving you a real world example of something that might work, okay, or might be uh, part of this. If you're going to let them have that on your service, what are you saying about your service? 
Like if I had a, a house and I'm like, I'm going to open it up so people can come in here and, and, uh, be themselves so come on in and have a seat use my couch and stand on this thing and use this and all this if i start letting somebody just come in who wants to just take a dump on a chair and leave it there why 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 would i want to do that and in valve's case it's even more so this way because they're not a publicly traded company they're a private company owned privately without any public shares being traded so you don't even have that angle where you could say, well, the, the shareholders want him to open up the floodgates and get his, whatever. Like, have some standards is all I'm saying. Because if you don't think they're going to go to these extremes right now, I guarantee they will. Somebody's going to download RPG Maker, and four days later, you're going to have, you know, a rape sim nobody wants. Yet you're going to be beholden to those guys? Is that the trolling part? Is that you saying, well, we can tell when we're being trolled when the people are trying to jam the stuff in here? I'm just saying you've opened yourselves up for all kinds of problems because there's so much subjectivity in what in what they've established. And it bums me out. Leadership means making decisions. Sometimes they're hard. But just going, what are you going to do? I don't know, these gamers and all. I mean, we'll see how it works out. It may be no different to me because in the end, I know what I want on Steam. And I'll probably be able to keep getting all the RPGs I want and all the cool action games and driving games I like and platformers and indie games, that's all going to still happen and flow at a, at a good rate. But uh, they're going to have to decide where they're going to put all this other stuff. And then how are you, if you're, if you say you're not policing at all, what is that then? What is that? What is, what is steam then? If you don't police anything, if anybody can just come in and go, yeah, here's a, a game where you uh, bludgeon old people with a hammer for fun uh it's first person and it's super bloody or whatever it is I, this is a bad example because there's lots of games with lots of weird violence in them i understand that but it, this is actually my point so anyway i'd love your feedback scott at frogpants.com because i'm very curious where other people's heads are at on this thing the entire thing just gives me like a massive headache and i just think that there was a chance here to do something better and they didn't do something better so whatever I'm not here to say what they should do with their uh, service. I guess neither are you, but I am here to say we should talk about it because that's our job is to come together as friends and figure some of this stuff out on our own, I guess. That's going to do it. We'll be back with another diary soon. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.